Hi, my name's Adam, and this is the Foster Adoption Podcast, a resource for people who are interested in growing their family by adopting children from foster care. Oh dear, I'm so sorry for the long delay in podcasting. I wish I had a good excuse, but the reality is that sometimes life gets in the way of podcasting. I always wait until the boys go to bed to start the podcast, and sometimes that window between them going to bed and me going to bed is quite short. So I offer my deepest apologies, but I do really appreciate all of the comments and messages from the blog and the comments on Facebook and the reviews on iTunes. It certainly is easier to get motivated to podcast when you know that someone is listening, so please keep it coming. In the last episodes, we talked about meeting the boys for the first time and decorating their room and buying stuff. And so the next few episodes, which will be released binge style so you can listen to them all at once, are about the transition time, the time between meeting your kids for the first time and when they actually move in. So after our euphoric first meeting with the boys, our instructions were to call the foster family on Friday night to see if the birth mom had scheduled a visit for the next day. Visits were sadly quite infrequent, so we were told that it probably wouldn't be an issue to be able to see the boys on Saturday, so that's what we emotionally prepared for and planned on. We called on Friday night, and the birth mom actually did call to schedule a visit, so our visit would need to wait until Sunday. We were filled with emotion, obviously disappointed that we weren't going to be able to see the boys on the next day. But we were also happy that they were going to be able to see their mom, because that's important too. And I'm sure that they were really excited about that. And so overall, we just prepared ourselves, because these were the types of moments that helped us eventually keep our emotions in check and level. We knew there was a bumpy road ahead for everyone involved, and it was important to feel everything but also manage our expectations on everything to not get too high or too low. So Sunday eventually rolled around, and I'd never been so excited to get into the car. We were going to have an unsupervised visit, so we would be able to take all the video and pictures we wanted, and I knew how much that would help us get through the time in between visits. We were smartly told not to bring any gifts, because we didn't want them to associate us with only getting gifts. On the first visit, we gave them one, and it was a good icebreaker, but now it was time to start building bonds through actual experiences with them. We arrived right on time, and I was terrified because I had read so many stories about children throwing epic tantrums the first time they get in your car because they are confused, and it reminds them of when they were detained in the first place, and it just brings up a lot of, what is going on here type of emotions. So I was mentally preparing myself for a big scene. We get to the door, and we see two little faces peering through the window next to the door. They open the door, and they were both all dressed up in their cold weather outfits, ready to go, ready to jump in the car and get out of there, go to the park. All of our preparation was definitely for naught, which we were really excited about, honestly. that There was nothing like seeing them be eager to, uh, to hang out with us. So we get to the car. And if you recall, we had lots of drama surrounding uh, car seats, trying to uh, figure out how they work, try to make sure that everything is seamless. We practiced with a doll that our neighbors had. We were so nervous doing this in front of the foster parents. 
and we got them buckled up in their seats first time like a boss. The park was like three blocks away, and I think we drove 25 miles per hour the whole way because we were so nervous, but we made it there. And then we got them figured out how to get them out of the car seat. So everything was great. The whole time at the park was just straight up magical. Magical. We we played with them on the playground. Matt pushed them on the swings. I played catch with them with a the football. It's basically just a bunch of dreams come true in terms of what we had always envisioned this experience being like. Uh, they asked us to pick them up and pretend to fly around. Uh, it's just basically I was on the verge of tears the entire time because the bonding experience seemed like it was just going so well. So we had lots of fun at the park, uh, but there were a couple times that we needed to firm up in order to ensure safety on the playground equipment. In my journal from that day, uh, my favorite line that I wrote is, it is a strange situation in terms of we want to run a tight ship, but we don't have the keys to the ship yet. Now that I read that, I realize I probably shouldn't describe things in terms of ships because I obviously don't know anything about them. I don't think they require keys. Probably not. I don't know. Anyway, point being that the transition time is such a fascinating balancing act because we're in charge of their safety when we're with them. But our jurisdiction doesn't really extend beyond that. So it's a strange game of being firm and setting up our rules for safety but not allowing certain behaviors that wouldn't be acceptable in our home, that's kind of cloudy because they're not in our home yet. So there's a couple times where we did call them out on things. I also wrote in my journal that day, the boys don't have a passion for listening yet. <laughs> when I read that, it makes me chuckle because I'm not sure they will ever develop a particular affinity for listening. But on that day, we had to repeat the rules a few times after they were being broken, and we had a much more firm talk with uh, the older one, and it was great, because he was down for a few minutes, and he obviously wasn't happy with being told what to do, but he eventually responded well to the boundaries we established, and he respected them, which is exactly what the super nanny taught me to do. <laughs> um, so we played around uh, on the playground for a little while, and then the boys asked if we could go to McDonald's. A note on McDonald's. We don't particularly care for McDonald's. This was our first time there in many, many years. But after all of our research and experiences in foster training, I'm convinced that every time you walk into a McDonald's, there is some kind of foster care experience going on around you. It is apparently the preferred location for birth parent visits and adoptive transition meetings, which makes sense because it usually has something to occupy kids for a long period of time, like playgrounds or games. And so it works well for a two to three hour visit. So we had to abandon our attitude toward McDonald's. We went in and ate lunch with the boys and overall they just, they acted great. We we noticed lots of behavior that we would need to work on eventually, like basic manners. And when we say no to a question, not repeating that question over 20 times, trying to achieve a different answer. I imagine all parents of young children are shaking their heads in agreement right now. But overall, it was our first time breaking bread, or in this case, uh, breaking processed burgers with our little guys. And it's a meal I will always cherish that we were able to have with them.
So after lunch, we took them back to their foster home and repeatedly went over how long it would be until we came back. Uh, the older one was particularly anxious about this. He kept on asking when we were coming back and how many days that was and just seemed like he had lots of questions about it. I mean, it simultaneously broke my heart because I imagined there was a lot of uncertainty in his life and so he felt the need to gain clarity on things. But it also melted my heart because he appeared to enjoy spending time with us and he was anxious to see us again, which seemed great for the bonding process. So the next visit was going to be in our home. So we gave them the book about us and our house and our dog and everything that we talked about in a previous episode. And they absolutely adored it. They went through each page and asked a ton of questions about everything. And we were very careful with our responses because we honestly weren't sure what was going to happen. We were still on the very early stages of the transition and there was another court date later that month and there were still... Uh, birth parent visits and parental rights weren't anywhere close to being terminated and there were just a lot of factors out of our control and so we tried very carefully not to talk in certain absolutes because there's nothing worse than us kind of presenting us as their forever family when we don't know that we didn't know if that was true and so we framed everything in terms of when you are in our home this is kind of off of the tim and wendy model of uh what they called them uh, and Wendy said well in our home I'm the mommy so you can call me mommy and so when they would ask uh, if this was the picture of their room we would say yes when you're in our home this is your room so we left them with the book uh, so they could go through it and we said our goodbyes and then we went home and uh, I cried a lot and obsessed over the millions of pictures and videos we took and counted down the minutes until we were able to see them again. And we were just, we were on cloud nine. The whole day was just amazing. And in four short days, we would go back and pick them up and bring them to our home for dinner, which I will describe next time on the Foster Adoption Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out at fosteradoption.org and please leave a review on iTunes so more people can find us. Thanks a lot.